0: Break the Cycle with DSD, episode number 22. Today's show is brought to you by HypnosisDownloads.com. Hypnosis Downloads offers over 1,000 self-hypnosis MP3 audio files in areas that help with social anxiety, relationships, self-confidence, and more. You can learn more about them and support the channel by visiting www.dadsurvivingdivorce.com hypnosis. The information in this show is my opinion and for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult a medical or psychological professional before making any changes that could affect your mental health. Hey guys, I have a special guest with us today, Shannon from Ask the Young Ones, who uh, does participate on uh, on our live streams every once in a while. And in the comments, he also has his own uh, YouTube channel called Ask the Young One and a website for trauma, uh, childhood trauma coaching called Creative uh, Create creative higher vibrations.com. So Shannon, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me for a little chat tonight. I'm glad to be here, Dwayne. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I'm good. So before before the show we were talking about, uh, Shannon's got an, an interesting view on some things and I have shared some of his videos on the uh, the community tab, um, there was a video you did a while back where you were talking about uh, uh, l- finding the right life coach and finding somebody that really helped you. That I thought was re- that was really good. That uh, um, so you have a good philosophy or a good uh, approach on this. And if, if you could start out, just um, if you could hit a little bit of your backstory of you know where you started and, and how you got to where you are today, uh, so that kind of introduce you to everybody. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, yeah. Uh- it it all started about six years ago. Um I was married for nine years. Well, yeah, it was about nine years at that point. Um and started realizing the person I was with was someone I didn't know. And the whole story started and it really started after we had our first child and I really believed that the child was something that she wanted in order to fulfill her fantasy that she had in her head about things. And then that it just really changed things. And I started learning that the person that I was sleeping in bed with was not the person that I was married to. So then I went down the whole rabbit hole of narcissism and multiple and multiple and multiple other things, (laughs) trying to learn and figure out what could possibly be wrong. And what I would need to do to fix these things. And how could I change myself to fix these things? And later on, actually learning that it has nothing to do with me. It was to do with this person. And from that moment, it just really sent me down this rabbit hole and ultimately looking in the mirror at myself.
0: Did you, um, so were you, you were, you found out about narcissism in this while you were still married then? Yeah. Well,
1: actually, I didn't really get into the narcissism until after she had left. I was following things like um, birth psychosis and different different things like baby blues psychosis. Right, and okay. I was like um, imbalances and chemical imbalances that could have created this behavior in her. You know, there was a lot of things I was researching while we were still married. And then it was that the point where it just was not going to change. It was just getting worse and worse and almost intolerable to live together. And it was after that. And the behavior really that came afterwards is when I really went the other direction towards narcissism.
0: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, And I think a lot of us, before we get to that point to where things really get toxic, we are looking for answers. I mean, I, I know I did a very similar a similar thing. I wasn't looking at the uh, postpartum depression type thing, but I mean, I was doing all kinds of research on you know, well, what's wrong with the with the relationship? Uh, what can you know better ways to communicate? All those different things, and effectively looking for answers, kind of like what you were talking about. And then once it pivots, or once you you break free from that, or you you get out of it, and the mask drops, and it, it and I'm assuming in your situation it did very similar, or the very stereotypical thing to where as soon as you were no longer really in the picture, there was no reason to even pretend even a little bit to be cordial, and it just turned evil. I would imagine. Is that what your was that your experience?
1: It, it's exactly how it went. The mask came off and. A whole nother person arrived. <laughs> yeah. It, a, whole, a whole nother person showed up. Yeah.
0: And I would imagine, because I know, it, it, you know, it, it, I mean, I, I'm sure you probably think the same way I do, that you look at it and you look, at, you look back on it and, and you could see. I mean, it's like once, once you get that fog off and you're looking at the situation, you're like, okay, what happened afterwards makes sense. But, oh, my God, I know for me, um, what my vision of what I thought I was dealing with when that mask fell and that rage started, it was like, holy hell. I never in a million years would have expected that type of behavior out of the person whom whom I thought loved me and who I loved at the time or I thought I loved. I mean, it was it was just a shell shocker.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you just it it actually kind of came at me like a hundred miles an hour it was just oh yeah constant 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 then i get hit with a protective order out of the blue for no re- like really you know just random stuff like this and then and, and it still goes on to this day we we still to this day it's five years now and to this day it's you know it i get talked to as if i'm the the, the, the demon one.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, and I think, you, you know, that's a, it's a sad reality of our situations. And it doesn't matter, you know, man, woman, dad, mom, whatever. It, when you're dealing with somebody like this, it, unfortunately, it doesn't end. You know, they don't give up. I mean, we're the ones who change the way we interact with people. But the same BS is going, it's like they are stuck in that, well, not like they are, they are stuck in that mode. And they don't change and it's, and it's, uh, how long did it take you to really come to terms with that? Cause I know it took me a while.
1: Uh, I would say I fought it for probably, I would to really come to terms to the fact that it was actually, it was what it was. And this person was no one that I knew, I would, I would say a good eight, to eight months to a year almost.
0: Yeah. That's good. To really,
1: to really grasp that. Because I mean, like I said, it, for me, I got to a point where I I was beginning to start, I was starting to study Buddhism and I was starting to understand the philosophies of the mind and meditation and suffering. And I really was intrigued with suffering. And at that point, you know we, we're obviously suffering
0: a lot, So yeah, that's an understatement. So, so one
1: of my goals was you know, I want to know why I, why is this making me suffer? And when you start understanding some of the philosophies of Hinduism and Buddhism, it starts to teach you how we carry these things within us. And there, basically what I, what I learned was I was being triggered by her behavior. Her behavior had nothing to do with me. You know, it was a very unfortunate and very sad, sad situation, but I had no control over who she was. And when I started to realize that, I started to dive into myself. And yeah, when I started to dive into myself, I really started to learn a lot about myself.
0: And that's where the healing starts, right? That's where you really start improving and really regaining your life, right?
1: Right, right. And, and, it's, and it, it, it takes, takes a lot of courage to, to look in the mirror at yourself and say, okay, I'm going to push this person out of, the, out of the picture. Oh, yeah. And what can I do to change? What do I have to do? what do I have to accept about myself? Because I'm not perfect. You know, what can I change? What in my childhood has created this belief that has me believing that this, that I need this person to make me happy or I need to control this person to be happy. And so I went into all of that stuff and, and I just, I committed to myself 100% to change it. And to not ever live that way again
0: that is you know we were talking before before we we started recording this about how though these situations are incredibly traumatic and difficult it's really a catalyst for positive change you know I mean until this this happens you know, it's like our us hitting our rock bottom to say, "Okay, wait a minute. You know, something's wrong here. I, you know, wh- I don't want to live like this anymore." And you start looking for answers, and you start looking at yourself, and it, it's a it, it's amazing. I because I, I hear this type of story from what you're saying from a lot of different people, where you know, not so much. I mean, not at the beginning, but uh, as they've gone through it, it's like you know, this has been a horrific experience, but. Because of this, I've done all this, this work on, you know, this inner child work, all this work on myself to really get me to a place I never thought I could have even gotten. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of amazing. Right,
1: right. Well, and, and not only that, but it's, you get to a place that only you can get to. Only you and yourself and your soul and your energy can get to. No one else can get to that place for you or with you. You literally will take yourself there and then that in itself will start to attract the same type of people. It's like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. That's a very truthful statement. Um, The people I knew when I was married to a narcissist, I don't know those people anymore And and I don't hang out with those people anymore. I don't talk. I don't associate with those people anymore. You know, people that I attract now that I conversate with on a daily basis are people that are within the same realms that see the purpose in life. You know, a lot of us lose our purpose in these in these journeys with these narcissists and we lose the the focus of what we're here for because for me it really opened me up to everything that I was actually doing in that marriage was really just kind of pointless. Like it was just leading me through cycles over and over. It was this stagnant cycles of life and I wasn't growing. Like I had no idea this other world actually existed until mm. I began to heal.
0: Man, it's funny you say that because I, and it's, and it's interesting the way you put that because I, I, it is when you're in the middle of it, it, it's your normal. And even though it's this, this, this crazy cycle and it is, it's getting you nowhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's keeping you stuck in, you know, in the mire of, of ickiness, of ickiness, I guess. I mean, I know it's a weird way to say it, but, but it, and you know, until you realize that, and start changing. And, and when you said earlier, when you were talking about how it's it's your journey within yourself, I I often say that you know nobody can tell somebody that you need to leave a situation or that it's bad. You have to make the realization yourself, and then you have to go through your own journey to really make uh, the the uh, not the decision, but but well, I guess kind of right. I mean, you go through the process, and you're like, okay. You know, I'm at the point to, I'm at like Like, let me, well, this is what I'm trying to say. Like for me, I had to get to the point where I could make my peace with the marriage falling apart. Then I had to make my peace with being angry and bitter at the ex. And until I got to that point, you know, nobody could tell me, you know, Shannon wouldn't be able to come to me and say, Dwayne, you need to let it go. Because until I was ready to, to say, okay, I can release it. I get it now. I've gotten to the point where it makes sense. I'm ready to go through the next door you can't, I mean, right. it's, 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 right. you're spot on with that, man.
1: Yeah. And, and I went and like, I went through those phases. I mean, I, I was very angry, you know, especially I had a, you know, my daughter was two years old at the time and, you know, I I had went through alienation with two sons prior to this and I didn't want to bring another child into this world and then end up dealing with toxic, you know, just that whole mess again yeah but i was i was future faked i was lied to you know this was a planned pregnancy these were things that were highly discussed prior to having this little girl and it was all a lie yeah. you know and I, you know that was probably i would say that was probably the more generated anger and things i had to really come to acceptance on more than necessarily the marriage um the depth just, of the
0: illusion, right?
1: Yeah. It was like, you, you, you're like, the, none of it's real. And, you know, so yeah. for me now, it's, you know, what I've learned over the last five years since I got to that, got to that point that you said that you have to get to, and you commit to yourself at that point because you don't want to continue to suffer this cycle. If, if you stay in that cycle, you will just go, I mean, life will continue to give you what you ask for. And until you realize that and shift and make a change and become aware and use mindfulness. And, you know, it's like one of my next videos, one of the catches on it is, you know, our perspective, our opinion will change what our perception, which is awareness which creates our beliefs, which creates our behavior, which creates our realities. Which it's, then it's creates amazing. a new perspective. And until we shift yeah. and change these things, we will stay in these vicious cycles.
0: You know, I, I, I mean, it, it, the crazy part about this is it's the concept. I mean, it's so simple, right? But it's so hard. hard I mean, what you're yeah. saying you know, what you're saying. I mean, now you get it right. And I get it too. And and I still have yeah. my own struggles with, you know, with it, but, yeah. but um, it's like, it, you know, you can, I mean, you can choose to stay in that muck and, and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize that you're just drawing it to yourself. I mean, I spent right. 21 years, two decades of my life yeah. in a situation that as I look back now, I knew it wasn't healthy. I knew, you know, the first you know, first year of the marriage that this was messed up, but I wanted right. that illusion so badly. That fantasy was, was I, what I had fixated in my head and it, you can't change somebody else. And if you're, you know, you just get comfortable in, in that, in that, you know, Crappy situation. But once you're right, once you start changing and shifting, you do. You attract better people to yourself. You draw more positive things to you. And it's, you know, it, it, it I know a lot of people get kind of, you know, oh, the secret or law of attraction or whatever, but there is a, it, there's it's more complicated to what you know to, right. to like what you're talking about and it's like a it's a total life switch and a life change you release that anger you release the bitterness you let it go and you're looking for your joy and you bring more of it in that doesn't mean everything's going to be peachy keen and you're not going to still going to have issues but it's right. it really changes your life at least that's at least that's my perspective
1: yeah and well and it you know and it's not and it it's more of the, it's really comes down to understanding your own subconscious, which is your unconscious. Yeah. And you know, when we lived that 21 years and even for myself uh, up until I really started, you know, for me at the end of the marriage, it was more like my intuition was telling me something's not right. Yeah. You know, something is just not right. And so, that's really what triggered me into questioning the marriage, questioning her intentions, questioning why we're together, you know, all these things, it was really just started in my gut. And it was later in healing that I started to realize, you know, why I was in that marriage because I was unconscious to things, you know, it's yeah. these things, you know, and it's not our fault that that's the way it is. And when, but it, you know, we have to accept it. That that's the way it was for us during that period. We didn't have the awareness at that time that we have gained since then. And that's why we now can see, see the difference.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think one, one, one way I look at it is it's, uh, you know, you had to go through that, right? I mean, it was kind of like a, a a test. Sometimes I say it's kind of like school, right? I mean, you know, if you go to school and you fail algebra, you take it again and you keep going through until you get it. So, you know, we're having this life lesson that's presented in front of us and we have to process through it. Some people fortunately can figure it out in a couple of years instead of yeah. two decades like me, but you know, I mean, everyone's got their own journey and their own path on it, but it's, it's um yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Now, one and one of and the that's other the, things and, you were and t- and that's, like, go ahead. even well even for me even as a
1: coach and working with people you know there's like I said in that video there's coaches that will give advice and t- and, and 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 kind of tell people this is what you should do this is right. what I think you should do this is how I see you should do these things and that's a coach that doesn't have understanding of people right because you you have to see the other person for their journey for what they're, they're experiencing. And not only that, but recognize how their whole life has led them to this point. And it takes, you know, you have to see them as a human and they're, they're not, it's not about them getting advice. It's more about them, you know, as a coach, helping them wake up to their perception and open their own eyes to things.
0: Well, you're, you're almost a a guide trying to lead them on a path, not, not to, not to just say, okay, follow me, but it's like, okay, we're going from point A to point B, you know, I'll, I'll make sure that you, you know, you don't go off the cliff, but, you know, let's, you know, when you're ready to go, let's, we'll, 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 we'll move on some more and, and that type of thing. No, I. And, I, right. you know, I'll put another link to that video because I thought that was a really great talk when you were when you were discussing um, finding good therapists and coaches and stuff. Um, it was a really, a really insightful discussion.
1: Yeah. And I mean, just to touch on that real quick, too. I mean, I have a client now. He goes to a therapist and he goes come, talks to me. And I I understand what he's experienced, experienced yeah. while his therapist still does not. So she's using her education to attempt to work with him. Whereas the things that we work on are things that I've actually experienced. So I understand him and I understand what he's feeling and what he's experiencing. And I'm, and I'm able to help walk with him through that. And it's, it makes a big, big difference.
0: I think that that, that scenario of having a therapist well, hopefully, a therapist gets it. that gets it—that would be even better—and a coach, because it's two different things. I mean, a therapist yeah. really can't talk to you. I remember at one point I was having a conversation with with my therapist about this project I'm I'm doing, and and I said to her that you know you can't talk to people in the way I am with my videos. It'd be unethical for you to to do that. I mean, there's a there's a specific way you need to do it. I mean, so I think having a coach who, like you you're you're talking about, understands it is a good is is I mean, that's the best case scenario would be to have both in my opinion. So how is the, is the yeah. therapist helping him?
1: I th- I think
0: <laughs> kind of, he,
1: he just said, I think, well, he's been going to her for about six weeks now and our past session this weekend, he said that she, he feels like she might be starting to understand some of what he's been saying for the last six weeks. Oh,
0: God. So, you know, That's frustrating. I mean, that's better than her or the therapist uh, uh, invalidating what he's going through. But it's uh, I was talking to someone earlier about how it's really incredibly frustrating how therapists do not have a better understanding of narcissistic type abuse, uh, because I think a lot of it, a lot of the issues really are surrounded that are surrounding that issue. And if you don't know it, you're going, you're going down the wrong modalities to try to try to help somebody. And it's, it's going to take it longer, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. And, and again, you, you really got to see, you know, like for me, you know, of course I work with people, getting them through the relationship part, Mm -hmm. but at some point when we get to that self-commitment part, then we can start diving deep into the the person and really start separating any part of this narcissist you know out of their life and focus on the things that really they've went throughout life trying to fill voids with their own inner child holes inside their their inner child and filling those voids by meeting narcissists that make us feel on top of the world at the moment. And, you know, all yeah. these things, this is where, how it works is usually we're seeking to fill a trauma without facing the trauma. And it which, gets us caught up into more into that cycle, which is
0: a and recipe my goal, for
1: disaster. Yeah. And my goal is to bring people out of that so that they can then move in a different direction in their life.
0: And yeah, that's, a good know, that's point. well. And and until they're ready to right, I mean, you can't just dive into that until you go through the validation part and the initial yeah. part, and then move into that, right?
1: Right. Yeah, you got to make yeah they they got to be ready because really when they you know when they get to me, you know it's their money, you know that they're paying, you know it's my passion. Right. But if you're gonna pay me, you know, you have to be self committed because. I'm going to guide you, but I'm also going to hold you accountable for yourself, you know, for your, you know, because it's like the saying, you know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make people drink it. And, you know, they have to be ready for it, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I can take them however far they want to go, as far as I've gone within myself. I can't, I can only help people as far as I am within my own consciousness and my own awareness. But, Right. I think I'm, I think I've, um, kind of fast tracked over the last four years because I've, I've done some things that I never in my life would have imagined. So it's, uh, I hear you. I hear you on that a, one. A lot so, of good experiences. You know, I've been across the world. I never thought that would happen. So <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Hey, one of the other things we were talking about before we started is you were talking about how y- your perspective on this is that it's because of a trauma-filled society that a lot of us are getting trapped on. Could you expand on that uh, that thought a little bit more?
1: Well, my, my take is on it is when we look at society in general, and I've experienced this recently is one reason why I probably brought that up was – you know that, like I said, I, like I've done some things in, since I've began this healing journey, and 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 it's things that society or a certain amount of you know people around you may not agree with through their perception, and their perceptions coming from trauma. Therefore, I must live my life the same way, or else I'm not accepted anymore in the view of, of society. Um, but I believe what I've, what I've learned is when you can look at, you know, one thing I've learned in my own experience is looking at the patterns of the family and it's generations after generations after generations of this narcissistic family. And each generation does exactly what the previous generation has done. My ex-wife did exactly to me what her mom did to her dad, what her mom did to her dad. Man. And it's just cycles and cycles of trauma being yeah. passed down. And this is happening throughout, especially in the Western societies that I see it. You know, when I went to, to Asia it was a lot different. It's very family oriented. It's very culturally family first there. And it's a lot different than over here. And you just don't see the trauma. You don't see people reacting from trauma in places like that as much. And I'm not saying it's not there, but you don't see them reacting from it as much as uh, you see here.
0: And no, it's, that's a good point.
1: And it's, it's, um, you know, like I read a lot to like, uh, Gabber um, has had some videos out recently where he talks a lot about Donald Trump's trauma and he's a leadership of a traumatized society. And you and he points out very specifically certain points of how Donald Trump is reacting to things. And he's pointing out how this is coming from the way his dad treated him in childhood. So he acts out as a leader with those traumas And he's leading a, a trauma based society. So that's, that's Gavramati's take, you know, on like the whole society part of things. But when you look at how much toxicity is around us, that's trauma. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all trauma. Addiction is trauma. You know, everything starts with trauma you know it starts with pain pain is trauma you know if we aren't taught how to process these things then we grow up seeking ways to avoid them and then we just end up in situations that become highly dysfunctional
0: so so let me ask you this i mean cuz you said that the the issue is is that society wants to wants you to to basically approach it or interact with it in this trauma based mentality so how is it affecting you since you're moving out of that and you're not really playing that game anymore? What's been your experience on how, I mean, how is, how is it manifesting itself towards you now?
1: I I keep myself, um, my circles really small. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I see things for what they are now. I see people for what they are. I don't, I don't take people seriously. Um, yeah you know, I don't take it so personally. I see where they're coming from. You know, when someone acts out toward you, it's, it's a given sign that they don't like themselves. It's a given sign that they're very unhappy inside of themselves. And I see that. So I don't, I don't take on their burdens anymore. Um, you know, as far as living my life and how I live, I keep my circles real small. I, I have a choice on who I will allow around me in my life. Yeah. Or you know, I have a choice also of you know, whose advice I will will take if I need advice, you know. We we there's always a, a you know, a higher teacher than ourselves. There's always someone that can we can learn from. So, yeah. you know, but I do know with my awareness now the choice I have choices with that, you know, and that's really what it's done for me. Um, It's, it's kind of like my daughter's situation. You know, I made a choice to create a life that I feel I can create and it doesn't involve going to court anymore. It doesn't involve spending my life savings or, I mean, I don't have a life savings anyway, but you know, it doesn't, It doesn't involve working for that because it's really shown me, you know, my daughter's journey is her journey as well. You know, I see her as a human being that is here for her lessons, her journey, her path. And, you know, while the other side will teach her whatever they teach her and whatever they decide to teach her, the things that I'm going to do are to teach her to live her life. You know, I want to make sure she knows it's okay to live your life. It's okay to be happy in life. And that's the things I want her to see. And I think it she sees it, you know, she's only seven, so she still don't understand it quite a lot. But if I can plant that, that seed in a seven-year-old subconscious mind, then when she's old enough, that that will start to flourish.
0: You know I, that is such a a good point that you make, and I, I and you said it really well. And, and I'll just kind of reiterate this: is that you know, I, I mean, because I talk about uh, you know trying to, to do everything you can to help your kids, right? I mean, you you right. know, you try to you try to show them a good way, but at the end of the day, it really is that their life is their journey. You know, I mean, so if they choose to, if what you put out there they follow or they, you know, they take some of it in. That's great. But at the end of the day, you know, you do your part, but then it's their, their life to do their thing. And, and, and oftentimes, you know, I, I kind of think in some ways, another thing that I think is potentially positive about this is had our situations not evolved to where they are, you would still be in that relationship. You would still be living in that toxic relationship. And I think it's even harder for kids then to see the contrast Whereas if you right. have this separation now and it's like, okay, they're at dad's and you're a certain way and, you know, you're not perpetuating trauma. You're not, um, you know, making love conditional or, or all these different things. And the other house is, you know, your hope is, is that they'll look at it and go, wait a minute, I feel, I feel warm and fuzzy here and I don't hear. So as I get older, what do I want to go for? As opposed to not even having that and only having that trauma-based trauma based Household that you're in, I mean, as I was like in my situation. I mean, I, even though my parents divorced, the trauma continued after. I mean, so I didn't have a good example of how to, I mean, live life on how to approach things. I mean, I was kind of just fending fending for myself, and I think that the fact that, like, what you're talking about, being able to to provide that foundation for your daughter. And, and the only and the thing I just want to come back to is that we can do it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to take, right? I mean, it's like at the end of the day, it's right. still their journey. So you do the best you can, you know, you, you do your part, we do our part, but at the end of the day, if they decide to go down the toxic path, I mean, that doesn't mean we, I mean, we tried our best, but it, you know, you, you did what you did and that's ultimately the way it played out. Right. I mean, that's kind of my thought on right. is that how you feel too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it goes back to, you know, like for me to make that, you know, it took a lot to make that decision as well Yeah, within myself because, you know, I made, I, I made choices, you know, like b- before I went to Indonesia or before even getting into that, but before I actually went to Indonesia, you know, I was the, every other weekend, dad, the, the, the weekly dinner, you know, you, you, you're your visitor, you don't get to parent. That yeah. I don't care what anyone says, you do not get to parent your child every two days. Right. Because as soon as you, you know, as soon as you maybe they start gaining a little influence, you know like me, I promote you know to love unconditionally. I promote to you know, not, not react to other people with anger. And I promote empathy and compassion and things like that. And I, and I promote, you know, a lot of things like meditation. And I even work, try to bring that to my daughter's life, which is I can bring it to her on a weekend and then she goes away for two weeks and it's all gone. And then that cycle just continues. So it's, you know, so I made the choice was, you know, I'm living my own life. Literally being like my own my my own life is now being controlled by this every other weekend schedule. Yeah. You no, know, I live in I live in a city that I'm not from. I have no family here. I have no more friends here. You know, there it's and so I, I made that decision. I was like, you know, I'm gonna show her to follow your heart. And there's no higher power than love and you know, I don't care. I could live. I could live literally now at this point of my life. I could live in a village in Bali, Indonesia, and be happy and not need a single thing because it's now I, I know how to cultivate it within myself. And that's a really good that, So, so that's what I want to teach her. I want to to show her that no matter the circumstances, to follow your heart and live your life. Now, I don't get to, I don't see her as much with, you know, now because of the traveling around, but, you know, I talked to her daily and, you know, coming back after six months, it was even, I mean, I talked to her every day on video chat. So it wasn't like I was gone six months and then just popped up to her, you know, so, I mean, right. you still really saw her every day on that, but Coming back, it really was like I was never gone. Yeah. You know. It it really was she acts the same way. So it's it's you know, for me it's really about planting seeds now that hopefully will emerge later. Yeah. Because when they have when a when a cluster bee has custody and your time is four days a month, yeah. It's 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 hard to accept and it's hard to hard to give up your 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 entire life for four days a month and not try to find other ways to teach her or to teach them things
0: no I I hear what you're saying and um yeah I mean I'm I'm lucky enough I guess sometimes to you know that I have 50 50 so I have a little bit more time but like what my experience has been the same thing too you know I mean you had, and it's not a week a week thing it's two days and then five days right so I mean there are times where you do something on those two days or even the five-day period, you know, and uh, you make some progress. They go back to the other place. They come back, and it's all gone. I mean, it's like it is right. a long, arduous process to try to 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 plant those seeds and to have them grow. I mean, they can, um, yeah. But it is—it's a pretty traumatic experience, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, and it's you know, and and it really came down for me was how how much control do I actually have? over any of this anything (laughs) so you know it was like i could i can you know i could spend you know because i'm real deep too and i I think you know one day i will die and i don't know when that day will be and i don't want you know i didn't ask for that relationship to end the way it did i didn't ask to to go through this but this is where it's led me so yeah. This is where it's going to lead me now, you know, from this moment I'll go to this and I'll, I'll be there for my, my daughter, but I'm not going to allow four days a month to tell me that I have to live in this city and I can't do nothing else in my life. And, you know, it, finding love, I think is a very I think for a lot of people, they spend their whole lives looking for it. And if you're able to meet someone that can pull you like a magnet in your heart, and you're that far away, you have no choice but to go to that and at least explore that option. And if it turns out good, it's going to be really, it's, it's going to be good. And for me, it's literally like the twin flame. That's what it's been like from day one, and it's it's and really you're talking
0: about your new uh new relationship right yeah,
1: that's yeah the 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 part that took me to Indonesia and and make it well going backwards, but making that that choice and having that courage to make that decision to to actually leave here and go there, yeah, you know and
0: You know, I, I, and it's interesting you say that because I mean, I I didn't leave the country, but I know when I left the relationship, it was along those lines. It was like, you know, I, I deserve something different. I mean, this is just not good. I owe it to myself to at least try. And it sounds kind of like, that's what you're saying too, is you had this connection. You're like, okay, I owe it to myself to, to, to explore this and see where it takes me.
1: Right. And and that's that's what people have to realize, too. I mean, when you get out of these narcissistic relationships, I think our self-esteem, our self-concept, our self-worth, there's a lot of things that are very eroded. And, and and, you know, and it really that goes back to, you know, none of that stuff ever changes. It's really our perspective on it that changes. So we have to change that. And it really, for me, it just was about finding my own self-love. And I wanted to attract someone that was at least the same type of love that I am. And and it did. Like, if you want to talk law of attraction, that, that's how you attract the love that you deserve. You become the love that you want in your life, and that's the love you will attract. And. That's that's the best way to gauge it, in my opinion. Is. So
0: let me, let me ask you this, because, I mean, you have kind of a, a different perspective than I do, especially with the timing. I mean, you know, w- somebody who is kind of in that same boat where they, they've been relegated to the standard, you know, quote unquote, visitation where they get, you know, every other weekend, um, you know, and maybe a dinner visit or something. I mean, you know, somebody who's struggling with that, what would you say to them to help them? basically get their life back and not be and not get themselves stuck in this trap.
1: I would say, you know, to dig deep within yourself and, and find your self priorities. And, you know, because you have, you have to realize you have a life to live as well, you know? Yeah. Even though we have kids, our kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna hopefully go on their bit on their way into their adulthood. But right. we still have a life to live ourselves. Like, you know, just because we had children and we get divorced and it's the every other weekend thing, figure out what it is that's gonna cultivate your happiness, what it's gonna take for you to find your way, because you're not going to do anything for your children if you don't do you first. Yeah. And, and no, it's hard, you know, and it's like me talking about going to Florida, you know, then I'm going to have to probably go into the long distance part of things. But in reality, I feel better about that because I'll get longer, a longer period of time during the visitations with my my daughter. daughter. Right. okay. Like when I go to Florida, then I'm going to change that. So, you know, again, I guess, you know, for me, there's just a lot of dynamics, you know, I'm not from where I'm, where I got divorced. Right. You know, my family's in another place, you know, my now wife and other half of my heart is in another country, <laughs> you know, right. so yeah. it's, um, You know, a big, you know, one of the biggest things that hit me hard was one of the worst things we can teach our children is how to live an unlived life.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: And I guess it it came down for me was the four days a month. And then I weighed the options of where I was at. Was my future in this place? It's not. And it was kind of started getting easier to make the decisions from there. And knowing that these states regulate certain little rules of violating your constitutional fundamental rights as a parent to dictate how much parenting time you get, you know, then I just, we'll just work with what what they, what they give us. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to teach my child how to live a lived life.
0: Now you, I don't think we've, I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but you did fight, um, you were trying to get more custody in the beginning, right? I mean, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. I think that, yeah, I mean, I just, I, and I just want to say that cause I don't want, I don't want anybody listening to this to think that, that you just, you know, you got divorced, you got weekends and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm out of here. That's not, no, no. you know, you, you, you're talking about a journey to get to this point. And I, and I think what right. you're talking about is really important because, and, it, and we kind of hit this at the beginning, but you can get stuck in this thing. Cause okay. You had a choice. You could have, Stayed, you know where you are and been angry and bitter and frustrated that you only had, you know Four days a week or four days. I'm sorry a month You know and every time you got your daughter you were having it was you know The groundhog day effect where you were starting over and it is so easy And i've seen people do this where they just get so angry and bitter and it corrupts every aspect of their life and it and at some point when you've done everything you can like you did And the state and the system says, we don't care, you know, you, you have to make the choice to pick yourself, (laughs) you know, I mean, and that's really what you're talking about. I just, I just wanted to clarify that because I didn't want someone else listening to this thinking, you know, wait a minute, you know, Shannon, you know, got divorced and only got every other weekend and he moved, you know, he left the country. No, that's not what we're saying. You you fought the fight. I was,
1: I was here for three, for three years after the divorce fighting it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just wanted um, to throw that out there because I think it's an important, it's an important, and and the thing I want to say on this is you were going through that living hell in those three years and you've got, you've, you've regained your life, right? You found your joy, you found your peace, you found somebody who you really care about and it's not what you ever expected, but your life is going down a path that's a good path now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And 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 so you know it goes back to you know the. I I look at what I can teach her. Yeah. And. You know what am I teaching her if I'm here angry bitter mad every other weekend that I see her? Yeah, and And it's.
0: Well, and the other thing I would add on that, because you were just talking about it, but you still have a connection to her. You're not, you are not absentee to where it's like, you know, you don't, you didn't see her for six months. When you were in Indonesia, you were talking to her, you said daily. I mean, you were still video interacting with her. And I would assume that if um, she decided she wanted to talk to daddy, you made time to to, to be there for her. So, I mean, you're still giving yeah. her that attention within the framework that the system and your ex is, I mean, thank God your ex is actually allowing you to do the video conferences. I know a lot of people don't even get that. So I mean, yeah. that's, that's good.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, I think a lot of that comes down to, to the actual connection I have with, with my daughter. I think we have a good soul connection. Yeah. Um, we're not, you know, and it's, it's almost, you know, it's almost too where she's at the point where she kind of sees things for as they are. And, you know, it's,
0: well, she's still young too. I mean, you know, you you don't know know what's ultimately going to happen. I mean, you know, in a couple more years, it might turn around to where she wants to live with dad. I mean, you don't know, right?
1: Yeah. You don't know. And, you know, and that's the same, you know, and that, that's the thing too, is In life, like we, we want to know things, you know, because that makes us comfortable, but I can promise you the unknown is where you're going to create the life that you want to create is going into that unknown. You know, when I got on a plane to, when I got on a plane to go to Indonesia, I was flying into that unknown. Yeah. You know, when I'm getting in a rental car next week to go to Florida I, you know, even though my family's there, I'm going to the unknown Yeah. because, you know, for me, like going back to the fighting part, it was for three years. I stayed here. I had a business and during that fight, the business went away. You know, it yeah. was like I lost everything. It was, it was like the universe was showing me what I needed to do because it was taking away the things that provided in this, in this place. Yeah. And it was like, it's, it's way of showing me that you need to make a change and this is what we're going to do to show you that you need to make these changes, you know?
0: And, and and sometimes when that happens, it's, it's not really a fun, not really a fun time.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. It's, it's very, it's very scary. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm laughing on it, but it's, it's, it, and and I, and I think it's important you're saying that because I, I think what people fail to realize sometimes is this, you know, the, the torturous part of the journey, it m- most of the time is pushing you to something better. You right. know, like you were just saying, it's like the universe is like, okay, Shannon, you know, you've, you've, you've done your time here. You don't need to be here anymore. We're trying to tell you to leave, but you're not leaving. So your business is going right. to go away. <laughs> this is going to happen. I mean, I'm kind of dealing with that right now. I don't know if you saw the video I made the other day about potentially having to move. And that's like, okay, so there's a message here and I'm trying to figure out what it is. You know, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit scary, but at the same time, it's kind of exciting, right? And do you see that now whenever you go into this unknown? It's instead of being like, oh crap, what's going to happen? Because I used to be filled with anxiety. Now it's like, yeah. oh wow, what's going to happen next? You know? And not right. like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? You know? Yeah. That's amazing. Well,
1: and that, yeah, that, and that's, that's kind of what it's like. You know, it, it's different. It's a different, it's different, you know? I mean, at some point I hope to get everything a little more settled where it's not, (laughs) not going to be this like, you know, flying and, you know, because with a newborn baby and things like that over there, you know, even when I go to Florida and spend some time with my mom, you know, the thing is going there is she's 70 years old and I've spent all this time up North and, and she's pretty much grown old by herself. And that's, that's,
0: and I'll just clarify, because I know we were talking about this earlier, but, but so, and I'm not sure what state you're in now, but you're going to Florida to basically take care of your mom. Um, and that's why you're talking about going to Florida. That's, that's the backstory on that. Right.
1: Right. Right. To be a little bit closer to her. Cause again, she's, she's getting older and she's by herself. And, and so it's, it's kind of like, you know, I'm all she's got. Yeah. And then at some point when I'm down there, I'll have to go back to Indonesia Yeah. and prepare them to, to then come over here. And, and it's, it's, it's a journey. It literally is a journey and you don't like there's unknowns. Oh yeah. You know, I, you know, if, if I don't make this coaching work, that's really unknown for me. <laughs> you know, it's kind really of, um, it's kind of, a you know, cause that's all I'm doing at this moment. You know, I'm not, I'm not working nowhere at the moment. You know the nine to five deals but you know so it's it's on me to make this work and you know i'm creating some other things that aren't necessarily narcissistic related but healing related you know good, um, good. you know I've, I've calling it the 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 inside out project where basically for 12 weeks we really hit hard on the things and the beliefs and the things that are holding people back and really work on those perceptions and perspectives and beliefs and changes for people and hold them accountable week after week to, to make these changes. So it's, it's going to be a good thing. I think.
0: I think that um, I was talking to someone about this earlier, that it really seem, it really seems like there's a, a fundamental shift where people are waking up And it's both, right? It's like people are either going down the dark path uh, and, you know, not choosing to take a step back or be enlightened or or however you want to say it. I, you know, I mean, I think just, you know, it's like, okay, wait a minute, hold on. Something else is going on here. And it it seems like, like, like there's a big shift, right? I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird because it, in some ways it's going bad, but in other ways it's going good. Right. Do you notice that too?
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm a firm believer if you look at 10 or 20 years ago, there weren't groups about narcissism.
0: Nope. You know, I think we had narcissists, cut, but I don't think we had no awareness of it. Right.
1: But the, this awareness is coming out because of people waking up. Yeah. And yeah, it's almost for humanity to change, we have to wake up. Yep. You know, for us to have a better world, we have to wake up. And, and for me, it's like these relationships one by one are meant to awaken the empathic side of that relationship. Right. And that empath waking up will be a change for humanity. That dark side, that narcissist will eventually erode themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, we're talking generations from now, Mm but yeah, it's, this is why I believe the epidemic is happening. And this is why I believe people are becoming aware of these people, and these are this these situations. Because without that pain, without that experience, you probably would never shift to consciousness. Mm-hmm. You would probably never face these things to heal yourself, and you would live an unconscious life, following the same patterns that you were taught as a child. That was the same patterns as your your parents, grandparents, and everyone else and in order to change these things we have to awaken and these experiences are the exact experiences that will awaken someone if they choose yeah you know if if they don't choose it if they choose to stay the victim and and blame and not look at themselves and what they can do to make their lives better they'll stay in that same and they'll keep going through those same cycles with those same types
0: of people. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so on that Shannon, if people want to find out more about what you're doing, where did, do, where do they need to go to find out more about you and your, your coaching opportunities and stuff? So where are the, what are your websites?
1: You can go to create
0: Okay. And you can
1: find me on Facebook. It's under create higher vibrations. It's a page You can also find me on Instagram under create higher vibrations. And I believe Twitter is under ask the young one.
0: And then you have the ask the young
1: one YouTube channel. And then I have the YouTube channel also, which I need to, I need to start making videos.
0: (laughs) So I'll leave links to all of your stuff in the show notes and on the YouTube video. So guys check him out, check out his information and uh, subscribe to him. And, um, Shannon, thanks for spending some spending the last hour uh, hanging out with us and talking about it. I, I really appreciate it. I know we've been trying to do this for a while.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I was, I'm glad we were able to connect with it.
0: All right. Thanks. I
1: Shannon. appreciate I appreciate it very much.
0: Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Ask Young One. If you want more information, run on over to the website and look for the podcast episode number 22 and you will get all the links.